0: Breaking down week 12 right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. And we'll talk about the big injuries to start the show. Dalvin Cook with a shoulder injury. Debo Samuel with a groin injury. Heath, your fantasy reaction to these two very unfortunate injuries.
1: Yeah, I mean, you hope these guys are okay, first and foremost. It does sound quite a bit more positive on Debo than it does on Dalvin Cook. Um, think Hopefully, Debo's just right back next week. He looked pretty optimistic on the sideline and said some optimistic things afterwards. If you have Alexander Madison, you may have just hit the lottery over the remainder of the season. And if somehow he's available on your waiver wire, I'm sure he's not universally rostered. He's the number one priority worth whatever pennies
0: you have left. 78% rostered for Alexander Madison. Should be 100 by the time we get to Wednesday or Thursday, depending on when your waiver wire runs. Okay, give me some winners and losers. Give me the winners.
1: I was very encouraged by T. Higgins. Uh, the combination of his role, um, his ability to get open in this game, and then the fact that he had such good connection in terms of catching the ball with Joe Burrow. So it was an encouraging sign. It was the upside flash we needed to keep starting him as that boom-bust number 3 wide receiver. And hopefully it can be even a little bit more than that. Jalen Waddell certainly was Um, he looks solidified as a not just the number one on the Dolphins but a number two on your fantasy team maybe a number three in non-PPR we can probably stop with the Jalen Waddle questions and it was nice for Melvin Gordon that coming off the bye despite the untimely fumble in his last game uh, Javante Williams did not see the big use jump in terms of usage Melvin Gordon's still a borderline number two running back.
0: Yeah, quarterbacks have bad games all the time and when a great quarterback has a bad game, a lot of fantasy managers forgive it. But when Jalen Hurts has a bad game, boy, people get really mad at Jalen Hurts. What do you make of him today with this dud at the Giants?
1: It was an awful game. He had some a couple of really bad interceptions, and his pass catchers really let him down. Greg Ward dropped a touchdown pass. It wasn't an easy catch, but he should have had it. Jalen Rager probably... Honestly, Hurts probably made two throws that could have won the game against the Giants, and and both of them went through Jalen Rager's hands, one of them in the end zone, one of them at the one-yard line. So I think it was a terrible game, and I think you should forget about it and start them next week against the
0: Jets. Okay, so other losers, anyone really catch your eye that you are worried about? The
1: rest of the Eagles. (laughs) (laughs) Miles Sanders getting outplayed by Boston Scott, maybe banged up in the process. Dallas Goddard just no usage at all. Um, had an opportunity to make a big play on that final drive, and and had a ball knocked out of his hands. Just the, the volume's not there, and the production really hasn't been either. The Patriots running backs just caught in the what looks to be the worst type of committee.
0: Oh yeah, it's hard to trust them, and I think we we established that at this point, Miles Gaskin is better than the Patriots guys for sure, right? And and Miles Sanders, both. Uh as in. He's better than Miles Sanders, or Miles Sanders is better than the Patriots guys? No, he's
1: better than Miles Sanders.
0: Okay, is he better than Saquon Barkley? That came up today. Is Gaskin I, better than Barkley?
1: I I definitely think there's a possibility there's going to be a week in the next couple of weeks where I rank Miles Gaskin ahead of Saquon Barkley, because you look at them, and they're just a pair of terribly inefficient running backs, but one of them's on a team that isn't a complete train wreck around him. And so I I think that there's probably a little bit more volume and a, a lot better scoring opportunity for Gaskin right now than Barkley.
0: Tell me your thoughts on the Titans running
1: backs. I was encouraged by both of them. I wish they hadn't fumbled, and I know Mike Vrabel does as well. But besides the fumbles, they they looked good. They looked, uh, they looked quick. They ran hard against a good defense. And uh, I think they're both, after the bye, going to be high-end flexes, right? In that same Stevenson harris range.
0: Are you worried about Tom Brady, or anyone in the Bucs passing game?
1: I, I'm a little queasy about Brady just because it's it's happened a few games in a row, and we have seen in the past it get late in the year, and he just starts handing the ball off a lot more. Now, we've generally attributed that to bad weather in the Northeast. Um, I'm hopeful that's not going to happen here with Leonard Fournette, but the the one guy that I remain concerned about is Mike Evans, and we saw it in this game when he didn't score a touchdown. Uh, four of his last six games with five targets or fewer. That's not a must-start wide receiver.
0: All right. Well, that is. this is a must-start episode of Fantasy Football Today in 5. That is everything you need to know, everything from Sunday in five minutes. However, if you do want to hear some more, check out the full-length version of Fantasy Football Today uh, wherever podcasts are found. For Heath Cummings, I'm Adam Azer. Thank you very much for watching and listening, everybody. Talk to you tomorrow on Fantasy Football Today in 5.